0: is isn't a great way to start the new year. <laughs> With me cursing?
1: God damn it!
0: Maybe that's the way your new year is going to be. Maybe it's going to be a year of...
1: God damn it!
0: Well, let's face it.
1: What, what's the day? Uh, oh, it's the 8th? It's the 9th today. We're nine years into 2019. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The world is a toilet. And, uh, and the United States is going to be a shithole soon. Remember when Trump called... Other countries a shithole? Well, guess what? Now we're going to be a shit. You want to hear this tweet that just came in? Not really, but you're going to hear it anyway. Just left meeting with Chuck and Nancy. A total waste of time. I asked what is going to happen in 30 days. If I quickly open things up, are you going to approve border security, which includes a wall or steel barrier?
0: Nancy said no. I said bye-bye. Nothing else works. (laughs) and welcome to america
1: i mean come
0: on dude come on we're a laughing stock of the world right now
1: oh right now i mean every day uh what am i trying to say every day that this goes on we lose more in
0: the future you follow me i do but also i think unlike you i have a little hope I don't have a lot of faith in Americans.
1: Okay, they, so teach me how to have hope. Where's well, the hope?
0: The hope is going to be in 2020, where I'm hoping that there Beto? will be—, there'll be some, Well, anybody. He's frankly, hitting the road soon, j- you know. Just any common sense is going to not re-elect the dude. Right. I'm going to talk about re-election. I'm not talking about anyone else coming in. Right. I will vote right now, if I can, to any, any Democrat. Right. I don't care if, if it's Malcolm, your dog. <laughs> I, I'll vote for the dude. Um, America fucked up. Hopefully they're going to realize it and in 2020 we'll just get somebody else. You know, and if it's a Republican, you know, it couldn't be worse. Right. I'm hoping it's going to be a Democrat. That's just my leanings, but Right. If we reelect the guy, then we just absolutely get what we deserve and we're just a bunch of fucking morons.
1: Wow. Dude, I mean the wildlife alone being affected, it's killing me about the national parks cuz I love Joshua Tree. Well, guess what? They closed that down yesterday. And it's a bunch
0: of filth. Oh yeah, it's feces and piss and corpses. There's no. They're one th- finding corpses. Well, there's no one there to even to clean the toilets no. or to clean anything. So when it was open, because it wasn't shut down hundred percent, people were still going. Yeah. And it turned into a big Andy Gump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, it's so depressing. I mean, what are the bears going to eat when they're not going to eat? You know, the food that people leave out
0: when they're taking a nap in the tent. Well, if they don't eat anything and a bear doesn't shit in the woods, Ugh. do you hear it?
1: <laughs> this guy. You know what? This is funny because more uh evidence that you're not even though you're Jewish, you you denounce your Judaism. I do not. You're wearing a dark side of the moon shirt. It's very interesting. Underneath the prism it says 19 Wait a minute. 73, 73.
0: tour. Right. Now is that a real shirt? It's a real shirt, but I did not get it at oh. the time. No, in, in 1973, I was 11 years old. Okay. So do the math. Well, you but know this maniac, Roger Waters, as brilliant and
1: wonderful as he is. The guy supports Palestine, and he tells other musicians not to perform in Israel. Yeah. And you're walking
0: around in his shirt. Well, I like the music. I can separate the music from the bass player's uh, political, political views. views. <laughs> yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that evolved where I can do so. That's great. Yeah. I can go see a Woody Allen movie. I can separate the movie funny. from you know Woody Allen being a perv.
1: I'm glad you brought up Woody Allen because I got to tell you something, man. One of the gifts that I got for Christmas has been so special. And I don't know what it is. I didn't even know this thing existed. But seriously, it's only been within the past, I'd say, two years that I rediscovered Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. Great film. When's
0: the last time you saw it? You know, actually, it was on cable. Recently? And it was recently. I would say within the last six months, and I was channel surfing, and it came on. Yeah. I think I, it started like 10 minutes earlier. Wow. And I saw it, and it was pretty fucking good. You watched it? Watched the whole thing. It draws you right. Mia in. was amazing. Mia
1: fucking Pharaoh, dude. So she's married to – this book is basically a coffee table book right. about the making of the film. Right. And
0: I believe, if and if I have a little bit of a backstory, yeah. that during the movie is when Frank Sinatra – Divorced her. Correct. And just had someone give her papers. Correct. On set. On set. Yeah. Yeah. I read about that. Which screwed up an entire
1: night of filming. Right. Roman's playing ping pong with Cassavetes. Those two didn't get along. Uh, Next thing you know, they're saying Mia is in her dressing room devastated. So he goes in. And then after filming, Mia says in the book that she wound up hanging with Roman and Sharon Tate to kind of recover oh, from no shit. that terrible blow. She's like, listen, if Frank wants the divorce, he can have it. But Frank was really a jerk about yeah. things. Yeah. He didn't want her doing that movie. He wanted to uh, have her in a movie he was making called The Detective. She said, I'll make The Detective. Let me make Rosemary's Baby first. William Castle and Robert Evans, the producers, they worked it out so she could go and make this other movie. Well, obviously, it never happened. Right. And because Frank Sinatra was a control freak. Right. And then you think about Roman. It's like, oh, my God. Especially with all of the horrible Me Too stories that blew up. But his thing is, is so weird because, and I'm not apologizing for his behavior or anything. But first of all, the dude was a brilliant filmmaker. Brilliant. And the way they brought him in. And this uh, Rosemary's was his first American film. Oh, and I didn't then, know that. Yeah. Uh, And the way they brought that dude in, and it's just all so fascinating, Lorenzo. I can't even tell you. And it's such a beautiful book. But the way this man makes movies is like, why why can't he still, why did he have to get into a jacuzzi at Jack Nicholson's place while Jack was away and enter, uh, what, she was 12 years old, 13, 13, 14, enter her backside. Right. You know, years and years and years later, after all of these beautiful classics that he made, you know, Chinatown, The Pianist, so many great films after that. Frantic, boom, she comes out and talks about it, and this was like a long time ago. Well, that she said, look, I might be paraphrasing her, but she's like, "It's okay, it happened, but just so you know, it did happen."
0: Yeah, and she Rome. forgave him, and, yeah, and, and every, life goes on,
1: and life goes on. Well, it also, didn't the go on for is
0: Also, during remember the movie Tess. With a really Ooh. young, cute Natasha Kinski. Yes. Well, he got up with her, too.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, absolutely. Well, we know that Roman then really needs to check his moral code. Yeah. Uh, he's a... It's just too bad that that happened, yes. his fall from grace, because now he's not even, you know, he was kicked out of the Director's Guild. and I mean, who knows what he would make
0: now. Right. That's true with anybody. I mean, yeah. a lot of my, fa- my friends... My friends, <laughs> my heroes have fallen, you know, people I looked up to, whether it's Charlie Rose and right. a Smiley, and right. I'm a big Louis C.K. fan. Oh, great. You know, Louis great. Louis was they're, great. They're all pervs. So yeah. it doesn't mean they're not talented, yeah. and I can still even enjoy their work. Right. But they're sexually repressed and, and, and you know, pervy and, and, right. and, and kind of sick, creepy. But it's, it's, that, it's just too bad. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing I, I think is that you just own up to it right. and you get help. Right, and you come up and you, if you can resurrect your career, you say I've gotten help. Right, here's my therapy certificate. I've graduated from you know the the non pulling out <laughs> my dick in front of girls class, and I got an A. I mean, how and, are and I, and I want to go on. What I is it? Compulsion? Did that, I, I, America, yeah. America would forgive you if you really tried to get better. Yeah, I think, but they don't. They deny it. Except for Louis. Louis didn't deny it, but he didn't do anything to get better. He yeah. didn't donate to any kind of cause. He didn't donate to like a woman's shelter. No, I don't know what he, he was doing. He didn't donate to like the Rosie Palm organization. I'm friends with the
1: two chicks that uh, you know that story broke. What? Yeah, they're really? on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I, oh. I i met I met them on there um, during the Kung Fu Panda days. They they do stuff in animation. They're really funny girls. Uh, but yeah, they were in the room. You know, that one time he pulled it. I mean, there's been other times I know he. I think he pulled it out with Sarah Silverman, but I just want to know what that compulsion is—to pull your
0: dick out. Control. It's Have not, you ever taken a it's, dick pick? It's—it's it's a power. No, it's a power play. It isn't sexual. It a is dick a, pick, or a no, dick. no, no. What he did. Oh yeah, just pulling out your it, it, meat. It's, it's all about power. It's all about I'm powerful. Because he did it with women who wanted, or they were up and coming. They right. weren't as big as he was. Right. It was. It's all about power. It isn't about. But isn't don't about guys sex?
1: know that women. I mean, unless you're a porn star and you're getting paid to worship a cock, don't guys know that girls aren't really interested in your dicks that way?
0: It's a more of a I, I think utility tool. Well, the ones that don't know it are really immature and, right. and they're basically incredibly um, insecure. Right. I think if you're a bit evolved and secure, you do know that. Right. I don't know. I don't think Louis C.K. did. Right. You know. And the thing is, though, after it happened, if you go back and watch a lot of his shows and what you talked about and right. wrote about, it's all right there. It's all right there. It's all there. Especially that film he made. Yeah. That,
1: that, oh, my God, I saw it. You did. I saw that film. I forget what it was called. I Love You, Daddy.
0: So Doesn't uh, he do it in the film?
1: Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so that film didn't make it out. It didn't make it to release because. No, it
0: did, but it got pulled.
1: Okay, but the discs got out right before the release. Yeah. So, if you have a disc, I guess it's like, well, lucky you. You've got something that's really hard to come by. But I watched no it intended. with uh, yeah, <laughs> with my friend Kari and it's all about a super creepy director fuck who is hot for this teen chick and there's lots of jokes about whipping your dick out in a meeting. It's crazy.
0: So, yeah, all of that stuff was on the table. Yeah. It's just, again, too bad because, my God, his show is brilliant. I loved him, and uh, I loved his work. I don't know the man personally. It's just, you know, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors with right, him. Right, Or even someone as, you know, great at in his field as Charlie right. Rose. Big Charlie Rose fan. Watched his show all the time. Charlie was Thought great. he was one of the greatest interviewers ever, really. Right. And now he's just kind of creepy. Oh. And he totally denies it, by the way. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. He goes well. You know, I'm not saying he totally denied, you know, maybe touching girl here and there, but he oh. doesn't feel like it's a big deal. Didn't didn't? He, wasn't there a story about him, like
1: taking a giant crap and making a woman go in and look at it? Something horrible. <laughs> I
0: never. Heard no, that. it was really, really horrible. Yeah. Well, that is such a 180 from. Because then all these stories persona. come out,
1: and and it's like oh. You can't make this shit up, but then you're thinking, well, wait a second. Do I have to give the guy the benefit of the doubt? Is this person making this up? Why would they? It's well, that, all exhausting. But
0: that's another layer. Because of the whole Me Too movement, right. you are ab- if you're a man, you are absolutely guilty till proven innocent. Right. There's not even a question now. Right. You don't even have your day in court. All a woman now, because the power has now shifted to their side, right. all she has to do is just invent something and just say something, right. and you're guilty. Period. Oh boy, oh boy, you're oh guilty. Boy. That's it. And so I'm not saying that women are abusing that power. Maybe some are because now they, if they feel powerless, they have power now. They could just invent any kind of accusation. Right. And whoever the man is, famous or not, you're guilty. Right. And that's it. And you can spend your whole life trying to prove yourself. But the moment the words come out of a female's mouth, the perception today is that you are guilty. Right. And that's sad. That's a sad place for being a man right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows if uh, I mean I hope
0: people are learning from this. I hope my so. God. Both sides, obviously. Yeah, I hope so. It's a weird time.
1: Yeah. No, I, I actually uh, have a, a, a friend from long ago who who got busted just for language in the in the room. You know. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I, a lot of these networks they're cracking down like a no tolerance type policy, mm-hmm. but. How do you do that with creative folks in the industry? I mean, they're, I they're maniacs. Know. They're maniacs. I know. And it's, it's the producer's job to kind of rein in your, your real big creative types. That's another thing that I'm learning from this amazing book. You know, John Cassavetes, oh, my God, he was a nightmare. And then Roman was also kind of crazy himself. And the two of them, they almost came to fisticuffs one day. And then Ruthie Gordon gets in this little tiny thing. Knock it off the two of you and get back to work. And that was it. They never fought again. Wow. Yeah. So she was the big mommy on the set. And you watch Cassavetes in that film. He is so excruciatingly hateful.
0: Yeah. It's great. Yeah. He's perfect at it. Oh yeah. Plus he's got that really weird, creepy face. Yes. Yes. Oh my god,
1: dude! When he when he fucks her unbeknownst. Yeah. When she's out and yeah. oh, I thought we'd have baby night anyway. Right. But I was passed out. Right. Ah well no you, you were just tired that's like. He raped his wife, or you know, submissed her while the devil raped her. Right. I mean, just exactly. crazy.
0: And then she crazy. says, "Oh my God, this is no dream. This is really happening." Yeah. Oh, that's so good.
1: Oh, yeah, Ira Levin, the novelist. Uh, I just want to do everything good. I really wanted to read the book, but I guess he put out a sequel in 1997, "Son of Rosemary."
0: Son of Rosemary.
1: Yeah. No. To like following up on what happened to the kid. Right. Uh, but I guess it it just bombed out because it wasn't.
0: First Could, of all, it just. It, it didn't couldn't seem match like, up to the. Original. No,
1: but but it was also like the final conflict. Like, it was the Damien Omen story. You know, right. like Damien wound up being president, right. or, or a senator, rather. Right. Uh, same thing happened, I guess, with Son of Rosemary. Right. And then. People Actually, were,
0: the Son of Rosemary yeah. grows up. That's it. And his name is Donald Trump. Uh uh-huh. huh. He's, uh-huh. he's basically the devil.
1: That's really funny, Lorenzo. I'm glad you think you're so funny. I, I'm telling you right now, my wall is coming. And then the teachers are going on strike, dude. It's over. Aren't
0: I you, need to ask you.
1: Aren't you glad you don't have kids?
0: Well, that's another. We can talk about that, but no, we don't have to talk about. We that. start okay, but basically, this is now the beginning of January. It's twenty nineteen. Yes, yes. we start off this podcast brand new of the year, and yeah. t- talk about filth, <laughs> <and> <laughs> America going to shit, yeah. and the devil, yeah. and pedophilia, yeah. and pervs, and taking your cock out.
1: You had a real reaction to me asking if you took a dick pic. No. I, well, I didn't say no.
0: I've never taken a dick pic. I never have. Really? Yeah. Not even for yourself? No. I know what I look like. Why would I take one for myself? Well. So I can put it on my TV and watch it?
1: No, but like I have an iPhone 7S and it's yeah. it's got two lenses and uh, I know you like photography. <laughs> I do, but not of my own genitalia. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look closely because. Really? I can only get so far. I'm I'm a stocky fella. I don't have the ev- You what do you want to do? You want? I just to- want to look. I mean, I've always admired your uh, own uh, dick. Listen. Well, what man doesn't? Come on. You don't like your dick? You gotta <laughs> I love didn't your say dick. I, well, no, not I liking and, and admiring is a quite. Well, a, just admiring. It's quite an ocean. All right, of, all right, all right. But but listen. Do I ever? There. Do I ever say I'm a good-looking guy? Do I ever no. brag about my? Lo- no. I think, or I used to think. I don't know if I think this anymore, but I used to think. Damn it! It's really too bad that. <laughs> My most, perhaps, attractive. Because only because I've been told by women, many women telling me that I have a nice dick. But it's too bad that I can't share that. You know, it's too bad that I can't walk around with my penis head on my shoulders instead of my hideous Ron Perlman head.
0: Because well, that's a better looking you, head. Yes, but do you want to share this to everybody? No, I'm saying. There I'm, isn't a man that d- that gives a I, shit. I'm saying in the days
1: when <laughs> I'd take a picture and just zoom in. All right, is everything looking good? Nope, there's no
0: chafing. The veins are look All right, this is looking good. So you're saying, though, when you were having sex before your wife and different girls, you get naked and they yeah. go, wow, that's
1: a really go, wow. good looking dick. No, but they say, uh, no.
0: Is it because you are really great at grooming and manscaping? There's that. There's that. But
1: no, I've just gotten
0: compliments on, I mean, it's not, the, it's not a big. Do you have a beautiful frenum? Is that what it w- is? What's a frenum? It's the top part of the dick. Is that what it it's called? The frenum. How do you spell that? P H R E. Oh, it's a P H frenum. It's a P H frenum.
1: Dude, I never. I do thought that. I
0: thought you of all people no. would know every single. Te- I know
1: clitoris. I know labia. There's the I frenum, the shaft, and the vaginosis. The balls, I don't know. I guess the, the femia. Femia. What the <laughs> fuck. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right, so if I take a So you got a, you,
0: your front end is awesome is what you're saying.
1: Oh, I would zoom in and there's no little bumps. It's smooth. It's a nice color. That's, uh, this isn't
0: recent Color? Was it orange? <laughs> no.
1: Why are we talking about my dick?
0: You brought it up. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is this your- is the first conversation I've had with anybody about your dick, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, this is not a conversation or topic in my house.
1: No one wants to talk about it. You know, your I'll wife talk- doesn't want to know about my no. dick. No. No. Or
0: no, me does not want to know no. about your dick. Uh, know about it, see it, or even feel it. All right,
1: well, you know what? None of you have to because I'm never gonna, you're never going to see it. Good. And I'll keep it hidden because I'm a gentleman. Well, then I'm the- talking about I'm allowed to admire a piece of myself once in a great while well, and it's yeah. one piece of myself okay. i used to admire it's fine i don't admire it anymore i'm old now Who wants shriveled to it and f- it's shriveled and smaller and thin and well no 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 it's always had a nice little girth going on it's just i'm going to be 49 no yeah. one wants that
0: no, no you're, one right. Wants it.
1: you're right i'm talking about when i was a young Turk i understand of healthy stock Viril. virile virile Erect. ERECT Pleasantome. Right. ERECT.
0: Your Frenum had a smile on it.
1: <laughs> now I will say this. I did once draw
0: I do love that word
1: actually. A little happy face on Frenum my, is kind of a cool on word. my frenum. You, what?
0: Frenum? It's just yeah. it sounds like a really great hardcore it punk band. It sounds name. like the next Facebook If, site. if I frenum. had a if I had a really hardcore punk band, I, I'd call it Frenum.
1: That's actually cool.
0: I would do that. Yeah. Hey,
1: so we changed the name of the show to Guys Day In, which is it so is, much better. This is Are Guys Day In podcast. you change the name of the color up?
0: No, I can't. Why? Because it's not my band. I didn't name it. I didn't start it.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's just you and uh, Chevy. Chevy. And, and Chevy and Ron. We, we have a
0: girl now. We have a right, fantastic Right, so why can't girl. you guys just we have a great start over as us.
1: those three and call yourselves Frenum?
0: Well... <laughs> Well, um that would be kinda you cool. You don't have to call yourself. Well it would number one, it'd be really great to have a band called Fren 'em with a girl in it. That would be kinda fun. Yeah. Um but she's she's great. She's a great addition. But no, the colour up it is what it is. It's gonna remain I, I'm not a control freak. I'm not going to join the band and go, hey, let's change the name now because Lorenzo wants to.
1: But when you joined the band, there were a bunch of other members in it who are all now gone.
0: So it's why true. can't you and Chevy start something new? Because Chevy is the band. The other members were just auxiliary. He wrote all the songs. It's his vision. It's all right, clearly
1: thing. you're not the one to answer this question
0: because when aren't we going to have them on? Yes, well, I, well, we're going to have it be a surprise, but I guess we can break it. The, <laughs> next, the next episode, we're going to try, and yeah. this is kind of self-serving, but... They're incredibly cool, funny people. Chevy and Roxy and me and you, Max, yeah. are going to do an episode. No, that'll be fun. We're going to have so them in, in as special guest. I'm going guests.
1: to break this man down. All right. And by the end of the show, All right. he's going to say, you're right. You're right. We'll see. I'm going to change it. We're well, going to start a new band.
0: We'll, we'll see what happens.
1: What, what? You're telling me that the Color Up? Oh, oh, what happened to the Color Up? That there's fans out there? <laughs> oh, Where did the Color Up go? They're not even going to know. When Frenum
0: comes on the scene, they're gonna know. How about the color Frenum? The no. Frenum color? No, no, just Frenum. No. Huh? Yeah, I kind of like Frenum. I can, I can always see the, I can see the logo. I'm telling you, that we're color shooting up, out of this big phallus. All three of us. Every
1: time I hear, I hear that name, I think of that, that craft place you can go and color mugs. Color me mugs. <laughs> Well, let I, me I, I picture a mug and a fucking paintbrush with colorful paints on it, and it's the worst. We're
0: gonna get to this when the band is here. All How right. about that? All right, and we got some cool things happening. We got we got some band announcements, which are are really, oh. we got some uh, really great possible twenty nineteen opportunities that will. Oh, well, that's cool. We will mention for the future. So Max, I want to let's can we go a little positive? Yeah. What? You know, well, it's twenty nineteen. You got some cool things happening. You what do I got? Well, we both have creative endeavors. You've got a very, very cool creative endeavor, and we talked about this before with one of our great friends, the unbelievably cool and talented Mr. Brett Pearsons. You're you're making a, a web series. Yeah, but... Can you, give, can you give us a little update on it?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, unfortunately, and you and I went and saw the play together, you know, my, my dear friend Stefan Marks wrote and directed and co-stars in with his band, this right. beautiful play called Middle Age. And it
0: was fucking great. You liked it, huh? Oh, it it was, was great. It was insane.
1: Well, Brett, uh, I it's he's very uh, positive in that he's like, no, we can shoot while I'm doing the play. And I knew that wasn't going to happen. So really, we're kind of still in this hiatus now. We're just now like, I've been, you know, first it was like, the play was running, and then the holidays came, and then he had family come into town, and then I went up to Los Olivos. So there's been a considerable stall slash hiatus.
0: The production has stopped.
1: It hasn't stopped. It's just it's just got to get started up again. Okay. So you
0: need the the. This momentum. is why
1: I'm so yeah. The momentum stalled completely, but it's 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 going to be finished. It has to be, and we're we're getting back to it. But it's just one of those things. It's frustrating because this is what happens when. It's just two guys making this thing. I mean, I can't go on and make it without Brett. I need him there mainly to help me. Right. I, I'm behind the camera. Right. But I'm he's
0: creative a consultant. Director. He's also yeah. co director in a way. Yeah, absolutely. He, he can see it's another absolutely. pair of eyes, another another brain to say, absolutely. Hey, why don't we shoot it this way and that kind of thing? This
1: is we we managed to get to a great process where it's like, Okay, Brett, go in and talk to the actors about the script. If you have anything or if they have any questions, go in and do that. And then we're going to have a, a, just a run through. I'm not going to tell the actors to do anything. This is what I've learned about directing. Trust your actor. You hire your actor. You're hiring them or you know they're, in my case, I'm not hiring them, but I'm you know, paying for their lunch or whatever. But. Right. No, they're doing a favor and they're happy to be in something that's very unique and pretty horrific and a little bit nihilistic. So they come in and it's like, I don't have to direct this person. They are prepared, they got their words, and they're gonna make magic. So we're gonna do one run through, and I'm gonna see where they go with it. And then we're gonna do another one, and I may make a a physical adjustment. When you get up on that line, cross over to that side of the, the couch, or whatever. You know, that's been great. And Brett has to mark all that shit down. It kind of went to shit, and we just sort of like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll just uh, figure it all out later. Oh, okay. So whatever
0: notes you were doing to make it more efficient, it's basically out there. Well,
1: everything is there in the file. It's there in the stuff that we filmed, and um, I've gotten pretty far away from the files as far as, like, mentally, which I'm a little – I'm both nervous and excited about because uh, pretty much this week I get back to editing. Oh, good. Yeah. But I do want to say this is why I'm so glad – even though I'm so excited, and even though we made an awesome little teaser for this thing, I'm so glad I didn't put it out, the teaser, prematurely. I wanted right. to put it out on Halloween, thinking that this thing was going to be ready in February. No, it, this it, thing ain't going to be ready in February. It
0: always goes longer.
1: Longer. Always. always. Longer.
0: I mean, I'm I'm directing my first little music video right. for the Color Up. And it's taken months. It's are still working on it. I'm still working on it. We're hoping that it's going to be done in about a month, and it's looking great, and it'll be online for oh, everybody. Oh, cool. But... It's this. What's what you said? I didn't know it would take this long. Right. You know, and it's just scheduling and yeah. the holidays and travel and oh yeah, blah blah blah.
1: I mean, now it's like holy God, scheduling. I mean, now we're starting to get into the big scenes. Like right. uh, we have to do a lot of scenes involving you know more than two actors. Oh, more like five, six actors. So there's the just
0: more blood.
1: Yeah, there's more blood, and there's more uh, activity, and there's more locations. Like. You know, i got to go shoot in an office building. I've already got the office building. My friend has an office. It's beautiful. I've already seen the pictures. Great. So I get to go in there with my friends and play, and it's going to be wonderful. Right. But it's good. It is really good that time is uh, on our side. And I hate to bring it back to Rosemary's Baby, but, like, that film went $400,000 over budget. Oh, wow. Back then, that was a lot of money. Yeah. One point, I believe it was (laughs) $1.2 million. uh, It went over that budget. But, boy, obviously it raked once the thing opened. It was a right. massive hit. And it's so funny because Mia said the one thing that she wanted after Frank treated her so badly with the divorce thing, the one thing she wanted was for her film to be a bigger hit than his, The Detective, you know? And it
0: was. Oh, by far.
1: Yeah. So, no, I, I, I'm very excited to get back to that. And, uh, you know, yeah, this year wasn't – it's so funny. I, I'm not so much this New Year's Resolutions guy. I think you know that. <laughs> not a
0: resolution, but you know, but life goes on. The way, I always like
1: a refresher. I always yes. like to like. For example, you're not
0: going to change. I have known no, you no, no. for a lot of your life, most of your life. <laughs> you haven't changed one fucking bit since you were almost 12 years old. There's not going to be a resolution <laughs> for Max Cook. <laughs> you're, not, you're not. You don't want to achieve anything. That's you don't want to f- change. You don't. want I don't want
1: to achieve anything.
0: No, you basically is that just, the perspective? Uh, you, you I, uh, No, no. You, tell me. Be you, honest. You want to create. I don't know if you really want to achieve anything. (laughs) Me knowing you, you're not going to change. There's no resolution. So you're
1: saying I'm not as ambitious as I should be?
0: No, I'm not talking about a should or not should. I'm saying that knowing you, you have creative endeavor. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is don't put words in my mouth. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to understand. Oh, if you let me finish. All right. uh, If I can put my words into feelings and vice versa. Hold on. on. Oh, you're. Oh, get get your phone. You're looking at your phone. No,
1: no. My downstairs call box is ringing. Okay. So I want to make sure they can, if they have a package for me. Alright.
0: Or maybe it's one of those guys stealing your package. Yeah. Um,
1: hey, you want some more wine?
0: No, I'm good. I'm oh. cool. You, know, you you take some more, dude. Really good wine, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we're drinking a wine called The Path, which yeah. is a Pinot from Napa Pinot, Valley. Yeah, if you want really to go get that in your really local good. wine store. Hey, you um, know what? It, it
1: opened up fast. Go it's, ahead.
0: It's great. No, what I'm saying is I've known you and you've never been an achievement kind of guy. You kind of just do what you do. Every year, it's kind of like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Right. You've you've got the creative things you're doing. You're not lazy. You just don't have a goal to achieve something. You want to do the best you can when opportunities come up. Right. But you're not like a resolution guy. It's 2019. You don't have a resolution. You don't want to change. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that that's not (laughs) where you're coming from.
1: Well, I I do want to change.
0: You do? Sure. What? What do you want to change?
1: All right. Well, obviously – and I, I have, I've exercised more since yeah. the new year turned over. Okay. Nicole got me this book that um, is very funny. It's one of those daily kind of check-in books, kind of like a goal-centric book.
0: Oh, I'm sure you love that.
1: Oh God, it was awful. <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he asks you a bunch of questions, and it, it, look, it's just one of those things that kind of get you motivated. Did it work? Uh, well, I'm still in the process, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just want to watch Narcos. Yes. There's no more Narcos. Um, No, but I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I I think there's always been that undercurrent of uh, low (laughs) self-esteem. You know, uh, just acceptance that I'm never going to be anything. You know, and that kind of just...
0: Rolls over from year to year. Oh, God. And this is another year of that. But that
1: said... That said, I had my best financial year last year. You had a great year. Ascended, right? uh, And that's all great. A little
0: bit, but that wasn't any kind of twenty going into twenty eighteen resolution or any kind of goal. You just basically let over. It it just whatever opportunities came, you rose to the occasion. (laughs) That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not judging anything. I'm just saying that you're not that guy to go. It's a new year. I'm going to achieve this, 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 and this. No, you just kind of do whatever comes. Yeah, you're right. nothing's wrong with that. I'm no. not judging that. I'm just saying that knowing you, that's the way Max Cook is. I, I look, I used to be that guy, like, all, all right.
1: right, here we go. It's 2006 now, and I'm a whole new me. And I go back to the same. Right. thing. right,
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. But and I know it's 2019. I knew lot Israel? of people do. I agree, but I'm not talking about them. Talk right. about you, right. That's all I'm saying. Just you. This is all about you. (laughs) Wow.
1: I don't know if I want to talk about this anymore. Okay. No, one of the most... How about those Lakers, huh? One of the most depressing things uh, my mom ever said to me was, (laughs) yeah, I really thought you were going to win an Oscar at age 32. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Now my life goes in the garbage. Yeah. No, but no complaints. It's been a pretty great life up until... It's been? What do you mean? No, I'd say... It is. I'd say the past 10 years have been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Okay.
0: I mean, I mean, I've had some hard knocks. Yes.
1: And I've yeah. had some bad things go on right. growing up. But uh, but no, I'm not waiting tables. I don't have to put an apron on.
0: Right. No, you've definitely come a long way. And the struggle, you're not struggling. Right. I knew you when you were struggling. You're past that struggle. Right. You're, you're kind of coasting in a very nice, cool wave, right. cool vibe right now. Right. And I'm happy for you. I really am.
1: No, I like the cool, vibey wave thing. Yes. That's nice.
0: Yeah, well, you are. And I think that that's going to get better. I think that wave is going to grow. Frankly,
1: right. And then maybe uh, who knows? Perhaps opportunities will come from this Absolutely. Um, web series thing. Because I, yes. I got to tell you, like, and I you know what else I see? Really like directing. What?
0: Yes, I know you do. I know you like beh- being behind the camera. I do. But I think both of us read the same thing today, and this could resurrect another little layer of Max Cook. This year is the twentieth anniversary of The Sopranos. Oh.
1: Gaguch.
0: And yeah. David Chase, he's not making the Sopranos movie, no. But he's it's making, a prequel, isn't it? It's a prequel. It's
1: Johnny and uh, June, yeah, in the old days, and a young Tony. And T is yeah, yeah, with the long hair.
0: So there's going to be a lot of Sopranos consciousness. HBO is running the entire series again. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I think your phone's going to be ringing to do Tony. Oh God. Are I you okay know. with that? I mean, it's so played, but I'd do it. Well, it's it's well, it's it's. Played, but it's going to be resurrected again.
1: I got to tell you something. I got to buy that book, The Soprano Sessions. And I've been reading interviews with Chase. It's pretty fucking interesting. But, oh, don't you miss Jim Gandolfini? I, I heard that Edie pitched uh, Chase the idea of Carm running the family.
0: Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. He, and he said, We're done. Yeah, we're, done. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically done. Yeah, he was done. You know, and I think that's really good. Did
1: you read that one thing, though, that made me very sad? There was one interview where he was saying, um, you know the Gandolfini was pretty much done by yeah season 6 and and Chase was done yeah and they were done with each other yeah and the interviewer was like but you guys went on to make that other movie together a couple years ago. yeah I mean, that was fine but but as far as Sopranos it was it was done yeah and uh, yeah i i got to tell you something speaking of Sopranos you know you know i have a deep affection for um, sitcoms i grew up on and and Nicole and i have been watching we'll watch an episode of All in the Family like while we eat so we're in the last season now and there was an episode the other night where Archie and Edith and Barney and Bev, I believe, maybe not Bev, but Barney's wife, they all go to a cabin for a weekend and they're playing Monopoly and all hell breaks loose between the couples. Do you oh, remember that episode of The no, Sopranos? I really it don't. was the first episode of, um, was it season six, part two? Do you remember that when they all go, go up to the cabin?
0: In The Sopranos? Yeah. And so it was, I, a, it was a takeoff on the All in the Family? No, I'm
1: just saying it was the exact same fucking oh, premise. Oh, I see. It was see. so weird. Oh,
0: no, I don't remember Yeah, we not. just
1: watched this All in the Family the other night, and then years and years and years later, they made that episode of The Sopranos, I and see. it's the same goddamn show. I see. It's crazy. Okay. Very interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, I will uh, get that Soprano Sessions book, and, you know, if someone calls. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that maybe HBO doesn't like me.
0: Why? I'm actually surprised
1: they haven't reached out.
0: You mean to do voiceovers or to do like... No,
1: just like, uh, let's say you're going to put The Sopranos out on a DVD or a Blu-ray box set. Right. You know, what if you had like the extras in there? Right. You know, have a guy, the guy who does Tony Soprano. Right. But now, you know, that was so long ago, even for me, there's a new guy out there doing Tony oh, Soprano. Oh, is there really? Oh, yeah.
0: I bet he's not as good.
1: He's got a different premise. I'm not going to bash the guy, but people seem to really like him. All right. And it's like... God bless. Oh, of course. Enjoy. You're, you're not
0: pining to do that. No, I'm really not. No. But I can still see your phone ringing.
1: I, listen. Or oh, you're text, texting. <laughs> don't text me. All no, right. don't call me rather. Uh, listen, whatever, come what may. Um, no, I, I'm just looking forward to finishing my project and uh, the one goal, I'm giving myself one major goal. What I, is that? And I don't want to announce it because what if it doesn't happen? I have to draw something really special before year's end even if it's a graphic well not a graphic novel but even if it's just a little comic book or oh you should
0: totally do that I miss drawing so much Well, then, I mean right now you're passionate you're passionate about two things yeah a really great ass and mm-hmm. Donald Trump mm-hmm. so what you could do is what if you make a small comic right like a little mini series <laughs> about a guy who loves ass okay interesting you know what I mean and what he goes I do through. like
1: drawing ass I
0: know you do and I think that you should use that as some kind of premise hmm. for the ass man or something or call it asinine. Osmo Kramer? Yeah. Asinine. As, call it asinine. And it's about All right. a, it's about a, he's kind of pervy, but he's, he's, you know, it's more Robert Crumb-ish in the sense that he just likes looking right. at big, powerful butts. And he goes through life sort of succumbing to the ass of the world. My mom
1: sent you me, could draw some cool things. My mom sent me R. Crumb's latest book. Yeah, uh, as a as a birthday present from last year. I just kind of got to it, but uh, it's it's Robert Crumb's dreams. Oh wow, uh, they're not as interesting
0: as you. Oh hoped. really? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think for putting him aside, you should you should do that comic book. Well, maybe I will.
1: Okay. I might be going to Ireland this year.
0: Wow! Finally. Fuck yeah!
1: But now that Malcolm's getting old, I don't know. It's yeah, you know we feature. have to
0: go a little bit. You know this might be. Uh, unfortunately uh not a good year for Mel. Don't don't say that I'm just throwing it out there because he you're is awful old, But you're no, the, you are know, but you are the great dad though uh, you're, you're keeping him alive and 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 I'm not keeping him
1: alive against his will
0: I'm not saying against will but <laughs> he's you're, improved He is improved But, but no old. the
1: the, the will know when it's like enough already Yeah But yeah I
0: mean as long as he doesn't suffer No I mean.
1: no no no, no there is no and believe you me I uh I made sure to get that kid some pain meds and He's, as long as he's eating and trying to jump on the couch to be in my lap and going to the bathroom without any trouble, he's such a good boy. I mean, sorry, sorry to gross out the listeners, but my very old pug uh, had <laughs> terrible diarrhea last night, but not in my house. He was instead wandering the house like crazy on his gimpy three legs in order to be let outside, and that's when he did his thing. So he's such a good boy that he suffered. While we were asleep, and then finally bark and woke us up and ran to the door.
0: But you love the pug. Now the pug species, especially if they're rescues, most yeah. of the time, as cute as they are, they're they're fucked up. The rescue ones are Th- fucked they're up. They're fucked up. But you love them. You keep on rescuing dude, them, spending you're thousands so of right. dollars, thousands to, of dollars to keep them alive. And Bugsy add, was
1: my only pug al- that never had any problems, and that's because right. he was a purebred. Right. And and it was the only time we bought a dog on a beautiful ranch in Seattle. I, you know, we were in our 20s. What do we know about rescues? Right. Buy this dog. Fucking nine years of perfection. Seamless. Drops dead on a Sunday morning on his walk. Right. I wish these guys would go out that way. But my Lily, my Mickey with the cancer, now Malcolm. Oh, my Lord. Medications.
0: Strollers.
1: Vet visits. Uh, 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 laser treatments.
0: And you're here today, and you've been up all night. All night long. With Malcolm.
1: I almost bailed. I don't want to drive down here.
0: But you came. Here I am. All right. Well, (laughs) I I wish Malcolm a a healthy year.
1: What about your year? What do you got to look forward to?
0: I got some cool things. Um, Besides Color Up. Got the Color Up. The Color Up's going to get some opportunities to play... Outside of Los Angeles, we can talk about that. That's when Chevy and Roxy are here, yeah. uh, I'm personally going to go to South Africa in a couple months. You are? We're going to go to, we got, I have a good friend in Cape Town. Whoa! And we're going to go see her and hang out with her and see what Cape Town has to offer. Is she hot? Yeah, she is. But she's also, she's hot on the inside because she's beautiful on the inside too.
1: September 77, Port Elizabeth wherever fire... I don't know why Pee Wee's singing don't know. Go. It was... Business as usual <laughs> in Police Room Six One Nine. That's not a very good
0: piece. We're not going where Biko was, but we are going to go to Robben Island. Oh, and that's where Mandela was.
1: Your sister hates me. <laughs> it is unbelievable. You're the how much king
0: she hates me. of segways.
1: She hates me. She doesn't. She does.
0: Okay. Uh, she does not hate. That's you. great. Man. I think that you're just too weird for her.
1: It's funny. I saw. Um, I looked at a dry white season. Uh, last year, again. Do you remember Uh, that film? No. Uzan Palsy directed a film, and it was one of Marlon Brando's last films, but he did the movie for free. Got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. He plays a South African barrister oh, who takes on a case of a black man who was beaten very severely in his cell. And, uh, you know, it's one of those apartheid
0: Right. movies. Remember I want those? to see that. I do remember.
1: It's quite beautiful. My friend, very well acted. Well, my
0: friend lived in South Africa during apartheid. Oh, man. Yeah, she was there. Wow. She, she knows it very well. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I wish she lived here. She lives in Atlanta now, but she'd be a great guest.
1: Oh. what? So what are you guys going to do?
0: We're going to go to well, a lot of things. We're going to go on a safari. Mm. We're going to see rhinos and tigers wow. and lions. We're going to maybe go to a cheetah rescue place hey! where we're going to hang out with cheetahs. Hey, and you know, South Africa is kind of like the Napa Valley of uh,
1: Yes, of or, course. in
0: uh, so Cape Town specifically. Yes. A lot of wineries. We're going to go to some good wines. And I might do a bucket-lish, bucket-lish, ah, bucket list, bucket-lish bucket-list trip with Charlie. I want to go diving in a cage with great white sharks. Oh my god. And we might crazy. do that. We'll see if we can make that happen.
1: So, wow. So with because Charlie is fucking hot.
0: Charlie is a beautiful. So how? Person? allow an amazing allow that to happen? Honestly. We were in a band together. Right. Yes.
1: But how does your wife and her husband just allow that? What do you just, mean? You're not a threat.
0: No. No one's a threat. We're not going to go. Into My a wife cabin. would never let me go on we're a trip not, alone with a woman. No, I didn't say I was going alone. Oh. My wife is coming with me.
1: Oh, you didn't mention that. Well, You said, I'm going with Charlie, not I'm going with my wife. No, That's a little weird. You're more excited to get into a cage with Charlie than you are with your own wife. Just admit it.
0: Well, Nomi's not going to the cage, number one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, neither is Charlie's husband.
1: I didn't. I didn't they both
0: said no to that so. one. No, no. Actually, no. Per, we might, that will be me and Charlie. Okay. We'll be in the cage together. Okay. She wants to do it and I want to do it.
1: But you, you said, one of my bucket list things is to get into a cage with sharks. No, I said it so was sharks. Yeah, but you got to get into the cage, and you yes. said specifically with sharks, Because
0: she's going. The other two don't want to go. She is so hot.
1: She gave me a lap dance.
0: She did give you a lap dance. It you, was you, one of the greatest when nights. When we were in a band then. together, we were in a band called Here and Now, yeah. and we played a little bar Universal in the bar valley. Universal Bar and Grill. And she got off stage yes. and sat on your lap yeah. and sang to you. Oh. Yeah.
1: And she was Was your really
0: great-looking dick back then yes. g- really hard? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, and she had the really tight little white yoga pants. White! You know, she's this ebony goddess. Yes, she is. In this little, beautiful... T- and she very charismatic.
0: Fantastic.
1: Good singer.
0: Fantastic on all well, accounts.
1: wearing white, that contrast, so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, lucky you, man. I'm a lucky guy. That's gonna be great. So I hope the episode... sharks don't start crashing into the cage. And <laughs> yeah, then me then, too. They're gonna make that hole, yeah. and then you're gonna have to go down to the bottom floor it, and hide. It, it,
0: it'll be in your Apple Newsfeed. <laughs> you know, stupid tourist gets eaten by great white shark. One yeah, in a where million you times. You go well. You know, Cape Town is known as Shark Alley because oh. yeah, it's where a lot of great white sharks end up. Oh, so are you so saying... It's right off the coast of, of Cape Town. Oh,
1: so Charlie and husband are going with you to South Africa. Yeah, we're
0: meeting them there. Oh. That's why we're going. Charlie's from there, and she said, when I go home, you've got to come meet me. I want to show you where I'm from. Oh. So we've talked about it for a number of years, and this is the year. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a Whee. lot of fun. That's great, Yeah, man. so
0: that'll be maybe a, a future topic for an episode.
1: Now, does Naomi get along with Charlie and Absolutely.
0: husband? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they love each other.
1: They love each other.
0: Best of friends. <laughs> and then Charlie's married to a great musician himself. What does he play? He plays bass and guitar. Oh. And he sings. He's a fantastic guy. Okay. And a great musician. So the four of us are going to have a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. And then you're going to go to Ireland. Well, I mean. And you're going to be hitting the pubs, and you're going to be drinking Guinness, and.
1: Listen, the, I'm celebrating 20 years of marriage with Nicole. We've got to do something. You have to. We've got to do something. Can you believe I've been with her for 25 years i can't believe no the opposite 20 i don't do math
0: i can't believe she's been with you for 20
1: 26 years, years total
0: with the same person we got to get her in Each here
1: and we, we got to have
0: her as a guest and ask day. her that question hey nicole how is it being with him for 26 years <laughs> and then we can just sit back and she'll talk for an hour
1: you know what? We were talking because uh, I told you when I was up in Los Olivos, we were at that restaurant and we saw that Cards Against Humanity game. Yeah. I've never played it. If you want, what if we come to you and then we do that show and then afterward order in some food and play Cards Against Humanity?
0: That would be really fun. Wouldn't
1: that be a good day?
0: You're, you see if your wife is into it.
1: I'll see. I don't see why she wouldn't. I don't see why she
0: wouldn't. She used to come on my old Mimosa show. Let's do that. That'd be really fun.
1: In fact, she did an episode where uh, Max's wife takes over. And she has a great
0: voice. She does. Very soothing. She's very soothing and she's incredibly funny and intelligent and entertaining. I think she'd be a great guest.
1: You know what? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to leave on this <laughs> <note>. <laughs> I'm going
0: to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to leave on this note. Okay.
1: So, here's some personal growth. Here's some change I've made. I started out talking about current administration, and I made fun of the guy in the White House and all that. I'm very upset. So that kind of bleeds into the fact that I can't deal with people who love him so much anymore, because I have some of those people in my fairly immediate family. So I'm just going to say this. So this past weekend, uh, I was very moved, you know, uh, Adriana Cortez, the The senator in um, New York, that little thing? Oh, right. She's so great. So she got in there with the women of Congress that were coming in. Right. How exciting, right? And she took a little selfie of her with... Because she's 29. She's going to take a selfie of her in Congress. Right. Oh, the uproar from the extreme right, okay? Well, I thought that that photo was so great that I used that as a cover photo on my Facebook. Well, Gramps, who I made that documentary about a long time ago, my grandma is married to a guy who worships Trump. In fact, he worships him so much that he doesn't really talk to me anymore because he knows I don't worship Trump. He's so extreme right and so believing all of the bullshit about the border and the crisis and everything else that he has basically shut me out. And he takes out my uncle on Facebook and all this stuff and he friended me on Facebook and I knew that was a bad idea. The guy's 80. You don't want to be friends with a cantankerous, mean, crotchety. When this guy was drinking, he was a great guy. Off the, off the stuff, he's not a, such a good guy. Right. He writes a comment on my cover photo. Because he had been on my mind and bothering me a lot lately, like hurting my feelings a lot. He wrote on my cover photo of these beautiful, ethnically diverse women in Congress. He wrote, These have to be three of the ugliest losers I've ever seen.
0: Oh, He's hateful. Now,
1: listen. I'm walking Barney. That's my little dog. He's fine. Lorenzo, my whole body filled with pain and tension. I couldn't even walk anymore. I was so upset. I get up to the the place, my house. I walk in the door. I fall to my knees, bawling. Really? I've known this guy my entire life. It made me so angry. And it just came at such the wrong time, on such the wrong photo, in such a wrong insidious way that I almost had like a mental breakdown. I was so upset. And my wife is like, this is it. You have got to protect yourself. And I am the only one in the family who's been sending them nut trays and, 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 and gift cards on holidays. I'm the only one. Because they've isolated everyone with their, their, their Trump love. And this is extreme Trump love. You should see the memes he posts. Wow. And I try to say to him, Gramps, if you go to Snopes, this isn't real. This is a fake meme. And I felt bad that he was getting upset at fake memes. You know, his own version of fake news. Uh, he wouldn't have it. I don't want to hear it. This is real. Da But I got so upset that I, uh, I-, I just unfriended him. He doesn't wow. know. He has no idea.
0: Right. I but is that the growth that you unfronted him?
1: No, the growth is that I'm protecting myself from things that make me feel horrible.
0: You have to. And I didn't used to and do don't that. And don't exacerbate that. Don't engage in it. Oh, I,
1: I, I don't. I don't. Uh, well, I can't anymore with him, but I was always very gentle with him. I never said, You're wrong. I never said, Well, he's your grandfather. How could you post this? I never. You do love I was the guy. Always so kind. Right. So kind. And he would call me angry and hateful. Um, always so kind. But it really broke my heart. And so I'm not putting up with that anymore. I'm just going to do the Irish goodbye on situations like that. You know what that is? No. You're at a party. You're having a great time. Next thing you know, you look, and that guy's gone. He had a great time. He'll check in with you later. He does the Irish goodbye. He leaves without saying goodbye. Doesn't
0: even need to wrap it up. Doesn't have to. He doesn't put a bow on it. He doesn't have to walk around the party and say goodbye to everyone. I'm done. This was a fun evening, and he is a ghost.
1: He's a ghost. And then the next thing you know, they're like, hey – what happened to? Seamus. Seamus! Oh, Seamus's gone. Oh, well, he must have done the Irish goodbye. God bless him. Slanche. Nice. And he's out. That's what I'm doing in situations that I don't feel comfortable. I'm not going to confront. I'm not going to rip apart. I'm not going to dissect. I'm just going to protect myself.
0: And just leave. But
1: the problem, you have to understand that's a big deal for me because I've always been the nurturing, downright at times, like needy, yeah. loving being.
0: Right. Nah. No. No.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm out.
0: You're that's not just going to leave right now, are you? Yeah, this is it. Okay. We're done. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> First show of 2019, I quit.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you're so going. I feel so that's a big... what you're saying is you don't have room for negativity. I don't. You want positive. There's... You want the light, not the dark.
1: I know. Get rid of the dark. I'm trying to find what little light is left.
0: Okay. It's funny. See, that's a good way to begin the year. You're beginning the year with positivity and light. Look at you. That's growth for you. Oh. Are you going to start wearing white jumpsuits now? No. Because you're wearing all black, right? Yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see what happens.
0: All right. Well, on that note, do you have any parting words or beginning words for a new year for anyone listening?
1: Happy New Year. uh, For the four people that listen, thanks. Good to see you, my Good man. Good to see you. We're going to gonna go see uh, a documentary on Public Image Limited?
0: No, what? we're going to go see him in person. Johnny's
1: not going to be there, is he? Yes. I thought it was just the director.
0: No, I thought it was both of them. It's a question. Both I...
1: of them have done it before, but they're saying it's just the director. If oh. Johnny's there, we're in for a treat.
0: That's actually what I thought it was going to be.
1: No, it's the film and then a little Q&A afterwards. With the just direction.
0: the director. Oh. There's no
1: way that dude. Johnny's going to show up, that,
0: right? I, that's what I thought was going to happen. No, it's oh, happened before. I'm depressed now. I know. All right. We may not well know. That's great for the four listeners. If there's even five listeners, I wish everybody a happy New Year. Happy New Year! Only drink wine. Drink be nice wine, to each other. Go towards the positivity, and don't worry about the borders. The borders no, the borders. It's the politics, political situation. Don't worry myself it. out. It's well, simple. I mean, worry about it, but well, but
1: still, I'm, I'm saying, don't let it destroy your life. Even though
0: it's destroyed Max's.
1: <laughs> See, I like that we have this symbiotic thing going on. Finally,
0: Happy New Year, everybody! Thanks for listening. See you next time. (laughs)